It's time for the Dan Fogler 4D Experience Podcast. Okay. Oh, thank the Lord. Hooray. I want to thank God <laughs> for this. Uh, is that where we're going to begin? <laughs> First of all, this is a Dan Fogler 4D experience. If it, wow, something happened to my ears for a second. I think, uh, I think God came down and said, yes. Yes, Dan. I don't know why we're going there. You <laughs> got very or, religious. Or an engineer. <laughs> and the engi- yes, it was the engineer. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, thank you for bringing me down to reality. Uh, no, I'm very excited to have you on the show because, um, you know, okay, so you're you're like an angel in real life. You're, you're an angel on the screen. <laughs> you're an angel for being on the show. Oh, no. Al- oh. You're Allison Sudal. Aren't you? You are, right? I, I am. Okay, thank God. I am. Last time I checked. Okay, good. <laughs> so I, I, I think it's like for like, there are some fantastic Beast fans out there that are going to listen to this. That they're just going to shit their pants. Oh, no. No, in a wonderful way. <laughs> <laughs> in the best way possible. Oh. Why are you so sad about We that? love you. <laughs> no, we love them. We do. <laughs> they do. There's enough of us out there, like a lot of interviews of us out there in the world. There are. Just, you know, just li- how much we love uh, our jobs yeah. and, the, and the franchise. So that's a given. Yes. But I think that there's going to be a lot of people that are like, oh, my God, they're like talking like real people. We are friends. Yes. We are friends in real life. This is is, This has happened. (laughs) Jacob and Queenie are also just buds. Also, you were just hanging out with my wife. You went out to to lunch. To lunch. It's very nice. It's Yeah, it's pretty great, actually. That's what happens when you, you know, you get to be a part of the best thing ever. Then you get added (sighs) bonuses. Yeah. 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 and, And when you get to be a part of something where... Everybody on every level is really nice. And <laughs> everyone gets along, and you want to hang out with them, you know? Crazy. What are you doing with that lamp? It was, it was teetering. It was like about <laughs> to fall the fuck off of the table. Jack was like setting up, like a, he was setting up a, a red herring for later or something. <laughs> <laughs> Crash bash. What was that? <laughs> Get comfortable, man. I am. You're, 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 I am. No, crazy. I'm just taking off my scarf. I don't need it. We're not outside. So you were telling me about. Well, okay, Fo, I have a lot of questions for you. Uh oh. No, <laughs> so first I of have all, a lot of you can questions question. for you okay, too. Fine, <laughs> we can do that. Two can play this game. <laughs> yes. <then. laughs> I always do intro music, you know, different music every time, oh, and cool. I would love to do something from uh, a fine frenzy. And oh. so, just let me know what uh, what song what you should... would want for your intro for this, and you know, oh. so this is like a you know, this is. Uh, a fun movie, yeah. wild, smoke if you got them kind of show. Oh. Well, tell me later. Yeah, I'll you tell you later. Yeah, yeah, I gotta yeah. think about that. Yeah, but I want you yeah. to think about that. Okay. So the other question, the next question, and this is my last question. No, oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> uh, so a fine frenzy, like, mm-hmm. where did that come from? I'm sure you get this a lot. I'm sure you've heard this a million times, but I uh, like the 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 name. Yeah, where did the name come from. It's it's your favorite. It's Shakespeare. Oh right, it's Midsummer Night's Dream. It's Midsummer Night's Dream. I'm uh, like, it's yeah. Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah, which you, I mean, you, I you talk about it all, all the, the time. time. That's fate right there. That's like a strange, weird. Because Jacob is is, is, bo- is, is bottom is, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, dude. Hold yeah, on. That, so I, when, when who says I that? Actually, Puck or who says that? Um, oh, I think it's Puck. Yeah, but I. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he like whips the fairies into a, a yeah, frenzy. Yeah, fine frenzy. Or the, poet's I, I, eye, the poet's eye in a fine frenzy rolling doth glance from heaven to earth and earth to heaven. And yeah. Yeah, I, so what made you want to give yourself a, a, a great name like that? A pseudonym? I think that at the time there was, um, well, there were a few reasons. One, I felt more comfortable having the music have its own name, I think, because I was really kind of terrified about becoming a public figure Uh whose deepest thoughts and feelings and everything were going to be revealed in in music and like people were going to hear it i I had a hard time with doing that and being myself like having my name also out there for some reason um it was easier for me to refer to the music as like its own entity and kind of hide behind that and i was totally happy if people didn't know my name so there was that. I loved the, the, the concept, the feeling of, of um, inspiration 
captured by Shakespeare in that quote. And yeah, I mean, oh, and also there were like a lot of girls at that time that everybody loved to just lump into the same category, which is like, oh, you're a female singer songwriter. You're like A, B, C, D, and E. And I was didn't want to be that. I always considered myself. I never wanted to be a pop star. So um, I actually don't go by a fine frenzy anymore. A lot has changed, and I feel kind of more confident within myself and and in what I have to say. And so I'm actually starting to go by my name now musically, which is totally terrifying because there's no like buffer you know right. and also i kind of have to stand behind the music more because when you have a uh, pseudonym you can just be like that music sucks now i don't like it i'm gonna just like right. make myself another pseudonym but you in your name it's like no oh, i love the not. idea of uh, shedding skin though you know mm-hmm. like gaga is now what is she calling herself by her own name again is right? she yeah she does oh, that's didn't she, know that. she's like i'm maurice I don't think that that's what it is, but I'm like, but Madonna would do that all the time. Right. You know? Like you have to reinvent yourself. You just keep and, and uh, yeah. And I what mean, if it, all, you're all reinventing artists. reinventing yourself as yourself? You know, you're like right. that's like well, the that's newest. Version. They don't know yet. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I, amazing. You, I think you take the mask off. Yeah, I think like always really fought with that because I've I put so much of my of of parts of myself that I didn't communicate especially in my early in my early music I didn't have a lot of deep friendships at the time so I was like putting forth feelings that I wouldn't I didn't really have anyone to share them with anyway you know so you were sharing them with everybody uh-huh. first yeah like it's sort of easier to do that on a, a removed basis yeah. you know but like I was always tussling with that, and now I'm much more comfortable. Just like, what's the name of the new album? You know what? I've like I just questioned it. Like there's two, there's I've been going between two names, and I was kind of going with one, but now I'm actually thinking I might go with another one. So until I know, okay, I gotta because I'll know pay myself on. a coin a corner. <laughs> but right. it's coming pretty soon. It's um, when do you when are you plan on releasing it to the world? Well, Under Alice and Sudal. Um, it's the first album where you're using your name, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it. and it's also my first record in a long time. Um, I've made actually quite a lot of music, but I, in this interim, but something kept kind of not feeling right. And I think I was going through a pretty large personal transition. So the music that I was making at that time didn't feel like something that I could build a new stage on. It felt like I knew I was changing and shifting so much that if I put out that particular style of music then I would have to like it would have to almost be a side project and I just couldn't find anything that I wanted to stick with so you were telling me on the way here mm-hmm. you're, you're co-directing your is this your first video of the of this uh, record actually well we made well, like the, a little we're working on a little video well, some, now I mean your first it, something that you've ever directed it's actually my second what's um, the first thing you directed it's I directed a music video for um, Now Is the Start, which is a song on the on Pines, um, cool. and that was an accident because basically like I had made a a video with another director with the label and like things were pretty tense um, creatively between myself and my label and so out came this video that just was the sort of product of that sort of general like inability to find a common ground so it was just like not a great video I was really not happy with it and I didn't want to release that because now as the start was such an optimistic song it had so much hope and happiness in it and I didn't want to put out a video that didn't make me feel that way so we were on tour at the time and Wendy Wang who played bass with me who's just rad she's just the coolest girl she had a camera that had video capabilities and it was pretty good and yeah. um, Rachel it's amazing our, what you can do now it's incredible yeah, yeah. And, and Rachel who's doing merch with us was kind of like our first AD and I went to like Walmart or something in like Canada or I think we were in Canada when I went to, like, we went to, no, not not Canada. Is Walmart even in Canada? I have no idea. Well, anyway, we, <laughs> I don't know if they have Maple Walmart. Maple Leaf <laughs> <laughs> We went to Maple Leaf Mart. We went to, like, some terrible place that, like, gives me the heebie-jeebies, and, um, and I just, Moose like. Mart. <laughs> Moose Mart. No, I think it wasn't in Canada. I think oh, okay. it was in, um, uh, but we did, we did, weirdly, actually, we shot, like, a few things in, um, Moose Jaw. Canada, oh, yeah. like a couple of shots, but no, I think we. Anyway, it doesn't. Walmart doesn't actually have anything to do with this oh, so stupid 
story. <laughs> Went to a, got like a bunch of balloons and, and like a helium tank, didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then like the other band on tour had a scooter. And so I just like, can I borrow your scooter? And just like attached some balloons yeah. to it and just like had the most amazing time. And, oh, and, man. um, I got to so, see so, it. So yeah, it's out there. Yeah, it's yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. MTV, look out there. Yeah, it's like on YouTube. Fucking and, cool. And um, it was a really great experience directing that because, like, having that, my hands, I write very visually. Like, everything is a very, every every song that I write has colors and yeah. and landscapes and feelings and things attached to it. And I never usually have control over the visual that much unless I have a really good re- relationship with the director, which I did for, like, Almost Lover, my first video. Those guys were my friends, and we kind of just, like played and were creative and came up with it and then they did a beautiful job with it but it, it's rare that you actually feel like you have any kind of real connection with these visuals that are representing your song do you want to talk about because i really like the idea of the the moon ah uh, yeah do want, can, we, can we even talk about that um i don't know like when is this coming out because it's kind of in like um uh, well uh I, I can edit whatever but maybe maybe not just because i want okay. it to be a surprise okay great yeah sorry no, we're not talking no, it's fine. But you can say, I mean, "Moon" is the is the name of the first song that we're gonna be making a new video for, releasing a new video for. Yeah, very cool. It's a very cool idea. Thank you. Yeah, I, we're I enjoyed it. <laughs> you told it to me. It's it's um been quite cool because it's um it's a song that has a lot of color to it, and there's like a real a feeling that I've gotten as a woman. I think it's strong, much stronger in women, but like just that feeling of the moon and that feeling of a pull towards something so ancient. I'm obsessed with the moon. Wow. There's so many Thanks. conspiracies around the moon. I, I you know, I, I, <laughs> I, um, I have a graphic novel called Moon Lake. Uh, it's uh, oh really, and it's yeah, it's like a twilight zone all around this um, very haunted region mm-hmm. up up by up near Canada, <laughs> up near Moose Mart. And, uh, and <laughs> I'm never gonna let that down. I don't know. Uh, it's just fun to say. Smart. Uh, so there's know, a haunted so, area. Yeah, yeah. The, so okay. I'm just obsessed with the moon because, mm. you know, the, the idea that there's a dark side of the moon, the idea that it just doesn't look right to me, and the idea that it, it messes with our humors, you know, in the way that mm. it does, and the tides. It's very and powerful. The, yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's this shape this presence in our sky and and it you feel it like you feel a new moon you feel that darkness you feel that like that weird strange introspection that like almost like pull of energy out of you and then you feel it like the the amount of aggression on a a full moon and like accidents and things like that you know like there's 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 a control on us yeah i mean in a in an amazing way like we we think of ourselves as so almighty you know human Mm. beings and we're just tiny little specks Mm. on a rock floating in space and we think we understand and we have no idea what's out there and how incredible like when you start thinking of the scope of what we don't know it means so much is possible you want to hear something crazy? Hmm. The Aborigines in uh, in Australia, mm-hmm. okay, they have this uh, this mythology about the time before the moon mm. that the moon is like this hollow egg, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so there was supposedly a time before the moon mm-hmm. where it was like Eden. The weather was constantly 76 degrees (laughs) and, you know, everyone was able to communicate telepathically. Instead of five, six senses, we had 15, 20 senses like the Mm -hmm. Native Americans talk about and Mm -hmm. being able to talk to the wind and talk to trees and Mm -hmm. talk to animals and Mm -hmm. see through several veils. And and then we we all had this ability, building pyramids all over the world Mm -hmm. without any telephones. And then the moon came and knocked us down to five or six senses. That's the Well, you notice how it has the control over the tides, Mm -hmm. which basically will control the weather. Mm -hmm. You know it's got a gravitational pull on us. Mm -hmm. So uh, I don't know. Right. I just know science. Well, I mean, there's, there's certainly... (laughs) <laughs> Can I just blow your mind? No, no, no. I'm just thinking about it. That uh, you know, there's 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 a real um, influence that the moon has 
on us. I think that shapes us. I mean, it's it feels like a pull outwards, but it it's the same. You kind of connect with that when you go inwards. It's like a, I don't know how that makes sense, but it is the, all of these these different sort of energy pulls that we don't understand. There's like there's just a whole layers there that yeah we're not really capable of peeling apart. We feel. You know about ley line stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what that's what uh, Yates would say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want you to feel the ley line between the the two characters. Oh, he's so amazing. <laughs> that man. He's so amazing. <laughs> the Just energy like, beneath the earth connecting us. Okay, that is so that's such yes. amazing direction, yeah. and I'm now inspired, and I think I'm gonna go write some poetry. <laughs> amazing. <Just laughs> Thanks, do I? Yeah, just about this moment. This is that that was our job. Jesus that's Christ, unreal. <laughs> Before we get to that, because I'm sure everyone wants to hear about Fantastic Beast stuff. I'm, I don't know. I just and wanted... it's been like a long time since we've done interviews, so we're has actually... Has it? Like... I don't know what happened. It has been a long time. It has been, considering... It's like Japan a... is still... That earthquake is still in my oh, yeah. in my blood. Oh, yeah. Should we talk about that? Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. So, <laughs> so the tour. Uh-huh. So you've been on tour with your music, right? Yeah. How did it compare to the, the tour that we went on? Well, there's different kinds of tours for music. So there's like where you're touring and you're playing venues, and then there's like P, like kind of press tours. Right. So I would relate this more to a press tour, obviously, because there's not like a show. Um, we were the show. We were the show. We were the all day show, the all day, yeah. <laughs> occasionally going bonkers <laughs> um, show. I think it's an interesting thing. You know, you think you're prepared, but <laughs> you just, I mean, like the. Because we love this movie so much, you know, we wanted to really do our best to yes, do it justice times. at all times. So you're like, you know, really trying hard to pay attention and be present. And there's a large number, a large volume of people coming through at all times. And, you know, I know for myself, I'm, I'm, I um, am like fairly introverted i can do the extrovert thing but it's sure. like it's not um my comfort zone so like yeah you know just the that was an interesting experience and trying to learn how to kind of like re- retain balance when you're not able to go outside really like that was the other thing that was messing with me is just right. um you know we were ambassadors for our, our country <laughs> they would like set us up in front of people on stage and like Please, each of you say something special. And <laughs> you couldn't go outside. Like physically. Because in China, is that what you're talking about? Well, not just in China. Like, just like in terms of time and also in terms of, you know, right. I'm like, right. impro- like. In Japan, I got to walk. We got to go out in Japan. Yeah, yeah, we had a day off in Japan. That was yeah. equal. That that actually was life-saving. That was the day before the earthquake, right? That was insane. Wasn't that insane? Bec- yes. Yeah. That was so surreal. Okay. Oh, so, no, it was two days before the earthquake, I think, actually. We had a full day and then. We. So we're in China, and I mean, I don't know how, whatever, China. We're we're the con- our country is in, is in such a volatile s- spot right now. It's like, yeah, you know, we have a madman at the wheel. So I feel like I can say whatever the fuck I want. It's not going to be as crazy as anything as that maniac is going to say. But uh, when we went to China, it was very. I'd never been to China. Mm-hmm. We Me neither. To, we went to Beijing. Right? Mm-hmm. And it was, <laughs> yes. And um, we got there and it was right away they're like there's there's smog. Yeah. So then it's this it's this presence. It's a character in your journey here, the smog. Yeah. You know, it is like uh this, you know, very thick sci fi kind of mist and everyone's yeah. walking around with these masks, you know. It's very and we could not you didn't want to leave the the hotel. Yeah. Because it was hard to breathe. Yeah, and I think that there's there's um, the people there were so lovely so and sweet lovely and, and sweet and, dear. And, you, and but you felt that you felt they so couldn't they weren't they couldn't talk out no about it no and so there I was so neither could we right no but neither could we but I, I thought I was gonna get tasered one day we're on stage and and you know how they're like everyone say something that they yeah. liked about and I was like you know I really love the you know. I love the people, and and I said something like, um, you know, uh, I actually enjoy the smog. It's oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's, I remember uh, that. It's actually cinematic. Yeah. And and I, I like I, 
I, I didn't know how I thought. I thought, okay, that's it, Dan. You said something. You said something too much, you know. And I don't know if I, what I'm saying now is too much about it. I don't I, because their country, they are, you know. I just find it fascinating that where our country is going right now with the the moves that he's making. Yeah. And just to visit another country and to be an ambassador in that country and to, uh, oh man. Well, I, 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 and then and then what was what was wild was, so I said that you know I'm I'm in the hotel I'm like kind of freaking out about like yeah. that the next day, the smog is gone yeah it was gorgeous out yeah. blue skies yeah 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 and the the interpreter who was taking me around who was such a lovely lady she was basically like, yeah you know basically um, they just pull a lever and. Uh, <laughs> They just turn off the coal machines and everything goes back. And it's really nice, isn't it? That's what happened? <laughs> yes. They, oh they choose. It's all corporate. That's insane. The reason there's a smog is because they're burning coal all the time. Right. And then when suddenly it was blue skies, I was like, this place is beautiful. Yeah, well, it's a very I different... I couldn't see it! You couldn't see anything, That was really no. surreal. That's... I had no idea that it was like that. So I, then we go to... So what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, like, I think what what I saw in that, because there's very little... It's a different country, and we have very little influence there. It's not, you know, um, besides, you know, offering our support and love to fans there, and, you know, like, if anybody ever wanted connections to environmental organizations, like, hey, like, Check me out on Twitter. I'll set you up with people I know. <laughs> yeah, I know yeah, all yeah. kinds of people, um, and I think that it's really important for youth to engage in the the dialogue and find safe places where they can, because there is obviously it's com- communication is complicated there. But what I found really sobering about that is that like that is not and that is not a distant future mm. of like cities being like that because if you think about like what's happening with all of the environmental regulations um oh you know like or like deregulations like what the choices that are being made of like drilling in national parks and like reinstating um you know standing rock the dakota access pipeline which is just i mean it's that is so devastating and scary because people are so passionate about this and and like and it's gonna get violent and it's very scary that that bad people are gonna get hurt over this when they're trying to protect the environment it and like that it's getting to this and you know like good the, yeah, the, if we don't these, all these you were there right uh, yeah I was yeah, there. there were all these I, i'm so curious about the energy there you had all these beautiful people yeah i mean it's it's a it's a lot it's not standing you know, up against the pe- man yeah there's a very strong what was the passion. energy like there I think it's it's a lot of different energies coming together because, you know, there's this, like, solidarity. Um, you were there when they heard that they... they yeah. There was a... It was, was something passed that, that... They denied the permits. They denied the permits. Mm-hmm. That's just one step in this big journey, but that was a big win. It was, a, it was but there was this, like, awareness that exactly what has happened could happen. Yeah. It's very scary because you have this land that is pristine at the moment and it has so such it's it's sacred ground you know and you have have clean water i had just like this strange moment when i was there where i just like filled up a, a glass of water at the tap and we're like way out there you know like way in in the countryside and you know that's the that's where you get your water and i just like went to take a sip and i just thought like oh my goodness what if there was a pipeline running through this and like this was my water source and this could be contaminated and like this is the water that my family drinks this is the water that my animals drink this is the water that goes into our crops that then we feed everybody with like what if that was the you know they say water is life and and like you know and that's just one part where climate change doesn't have time to waste and um you know i think it's quite scary if people don't participate in positive and in working on protecting and creating positive changes for the environment that we won't get the policy to help 
with that and and then like cities people because um will get worse and worse effects from climate change then suddenly like there's less and uh, agriculturally things start failing and because you know you lose your infrastructure you lose your, uh, your ecosystems you lose your bees you know and and so like people have to go in more and more to cities and so cities get more and more built up and and you know like forests get deforested and so like our carbon you know and like suddenly we're all living in these incredibly dense densely populated very polluted cities without i mean there's so many people doing incredible work out there and that's what is important to focus on but it's important to like actually focus on it and not just yeah we yeah something has to be done um thank god you know Ezra was was my connection to it. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller, uh, he really got everybody whipped up into a, a frenzy about it. Mm-hmm. He was out there on a regular basis. Yeah. I, I wish I went out there. I really missed it. Um, but I, I think that um, there's different ways of. of I mean, of it's, it's, it's constant. I feel like right now there's this smash and grab fucking mentality that's taken over the government. And they are basically like, uh, uh, I don't know if it's the, if it's uh, global warming or not, but I'm going to get mine before the sh- whole shithouse goes up in flames kind of thing. Right. And I don't care if I, you know, take it with me. Right. Um, so we have to do everything at all costs to, to stop that. Well, yeah, and I think what, what we need to remember is, like, focusing on, focusing in ways of anger is, is, going to get us in trouble we need to focus on building bridges to with people who seem to be of different mindsets than ours like we got we are in a very divided time and we need to to unite and and things like our um you know the environment that's our home you know like regardless of your politics like we all need clean water we all want to have open natural spaces for our children to have in their future i mean like we don't want to we don't want to end up with a barren landscape that nothing can grow in and you know for and we all have a vested interest in that so it's like you know luckily luckily she got the popular vote and there are millions of fucking pissed off people out there that are disenchanted and they fucking want they want results and i think that there is going to be there is already a huge it's going to be the 60s it's the 60s all over again there's a huge movement of people that are just like we're not going to we're not going to take it anymore no but we need to look out for each other we need to look out for people like there's all kinds of people out there who we're are all united in that they're like they haven't been looked after very well and yeah they feel yeah, and, they feel neglected and and haven't been heard and haven't been seen but they're not awake they're not fucking awake they're but, looking they're looking down at their pocketbook and they're and all those people that that use that as an excuse man well he's going to make the economy better great I mean, great. If that's the one and only fucking thing that you're worried about right now in this world, I don't have a lot of money. You know, people fucking, you know, jump at me on the internet about, oh, you're fucking rich, you're a white movie guy. You know, fuck you. I, I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, I- I'm still, I'm I'm where you are, man. I'm trying to, I, you know, I'm still waiting for that Fantastic Beats money to come in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to put food on the table for my kids and those that voted for him. Um, I just I just I don't understand how you can and and now I there's, think people there's a, there's need a, that everybody like people a, need a, change. People want change. True. And and but how can you overlook like I didn't ever think he was going to build a wall. I just thought he was talking about. I didn't ever think he was going to ban Muslim. I thought he was just a lot of hot air. And now that he's fucking doing that shit. They're like, shit. I kind of regret it. Well, it's it's ter- it's terrible. I think I think that there's this this craving for for change for for some some way of. Uh, uh, so vote for a lady. Well, I am not happy about events, but I just think that, that what has happened has happened. We have the administration that we have. Therefore, um, and, and, and divisiveness yeah. is not going 
to help us move forward. Divisiveness no, is only going to make it, make it worse. And you know, I'm I. No, no, no. I think that we but need there, to be focusing on on you you know, like I got into some really interesting. I got into a very interesting, very challenging conversation going to Standing Rock yeah. with a couple who were um, who lived in the area and who were pro pipeline and uh and there was a lot of attacks on me and my group for like coming there and getting paid to go and that was quickly i was like definitely not a not getting paid to go and b i'm paying for this with work that i do and then he was like what do you do what do you work as you know and i was like well you know i'm and i make my own living and i'm an independent contractor i'm not gonna like but um and at first it was just like she got really upset she got really upset and walked away and i was like and i got upset that somebody wouldn't even want to talk about it so i had to go in for a little lap then i came back and i sat down and i talked to him and bless him he like just had a conversation with me and at first it was like very hard to see eye to eye but then i asked him what he did and he was a cattle rancher and i was like well my grandfather was a cattle rancher yeah and um i think you're you're absolutely right and we have to find the middle ground yeah find where we meet yeah because but but then there's a a, yes you're absolutely right and it is there is but you also have to admit and i am i am a a rational human being like yourself you know i don't agree with divisiveness (laughs) as a as a tactic I I agree uh, I agree with logic and and of you know compassion and trying to reason with somebody but when but when you see someone using fascist tactics doing shit that is so out of a sci-fi movie yeah it's that you and and putting people in cabinet who were there solely because they hate that specific <laughs> chapter then yeah. then there's something wrong and then 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 it's like you know Okay, what is patriotic? Right. Is it patriotic to go and really try to reason with this <laughs> lunatic, or is there another way? Well, and all we, we and all, all we can do as artists is you know fucking just put the conversation out there, put it in our work, talk about it. Yeah, you know. I think whether we we have a. Um, I'm obviously very passionate about this. No, I mean I I am too. This is a conversation that I'm having with everybody. Yeah. I know, but you know, um, I I just I don't know how these things are happening. I don't know how I don't know how it's happening really. Like how you know what's happening with refugees and what's happening Ugh. on trade and you know um, I don't know how these things are happening, but. I do have trust in the universe that, like, well, first of all, these things aren't new. Stuff is coming to a head that has been happening under the surface slowly. You know, there's a there's a there's a darkness that's rising, but that's been there, and you know, and we need to. And he's putting uh, a he's putting a magnifying glass on, and he's 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 calling he's he's calling it for what it is he's it's about oil i mean he's you know he's, he's out out in the open about it so yeah. we can disagree we can deal we can come out of our apathy we can find ways of uniting with each other we can find ways of 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 being more strengthening our communities like that is the strongest thing is strengthen your community you know like come together as human beings and, you know, because you can't be, your integrity cannot be taken away from you. And if you have solidarity with people around you, you are strong. And that's a very dangerous concept in this day and age. And I feel like a small pang of fear just even talking like this, you know, which is terrible. This is not supposed is America, yeah. you know, but. To thy own, to thine own self be, be true. true. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot of like-minded people out there and, you know, it's, it's about how can we be proactive and ca- taking care of the things that we love that may be endangered? How can we be proactive and taking care of people that may be really suffering in this? How can we, you know, take care in this time? Yeah, we do have to band together. And, and I think that there are a lot of people out there that are seeing him for what he is he's showing his true stripes very early on in his uh, mm. uh reign of insanity um 
so I think that our group was already big. Uh, that I mean, it's obvious that people are out in the streets, man, protesting it every day. We're just getting more and more people on our side, um, and uh, it feels like it feels like the fucking sixties. I, you know, I don't, you know, this is a fun, happy, oh yeah, yay, movie show. <laughs> yes, but, uh, so fun. This, these are so our, fun. These are our fucking times. This is what we're living in. I mean, and also, so. Okay, so we go to Japan, right? On oh tour. yeah, yeah. But well, that was the, that's what started which all of this. Which was amazing. Yeah. Like we go, we leave, we leave China. Which like sunny, the one sunny day in mm-hmm. blue skies in mm-hmm. China, lovely. But you felt that, um, you felt that regime pressure, you know, uh, on the people. And then you go to Japan, <clears throat> and it's it's there. They seem very relaxed and happy mm-hmm. and lovely, and um, so it's welcoming. like where the spa was invented. You know, that's what it <laughs> felt. Everything was just like so lovely, and mm-hmm. and it was a vacation. And there we are, we're relaxing, and everything's nice. We go out that we had a day <laughs> off. We go to the Roboto Roboto bar, and we go to the Roboto bar. So like, imagine watching like crazy Power Rangers live <laughs> yeah. essentially That's which right. it was amazing and, and you're able to take shots while you're doing it fun and then everyone loves the movie yay everyone loves the movie we're, every, we're eating out with all of the you know uh, wonderful producers and everyone's just happy it's a big fucking celebration well I, everybody most everybody was happy I wasn't happy remember why because I saw a shrimp get Oh, you, chopped were, off and, yes, and their legs were crawling around right <laughs> Wait, in front of us. Was that before the That was the night before. That's I basically. Wow. That's, yeah. Oh, you had I think a I was. I had there. a little premonition. Yeah. You, so you're. You had a little uh, started, stomach chakra shift. I left the restaurant because yeah. I was crying too hard. Yeah, we went to this kind of really wild restaurant where there was a traditional style, um, like sushi cooking right in front of us um and these guys i mean you saw the fish go from living to look looking at you to to looking not so good and but they're it, still it, looking at you but they're not there's a knife in them <laughs> i just, couldn't deal with it yeah you couldn't because it. it was right in front of you yeah yeah and, it was happening right in front of you. it was it was amazing to watch them work fair but. enough though i mean like if you're gonna eat something you should be able to um handle the reality but i just was like i well, I can't. So you had a premonition. So I, and I, but I also that that was the same time that things were happening in Standing Rock, and I was reading that as I was Oy. on the way to the dinner, and I was very upset about that right. was with the water cannons and things, and and then oh, um, and then they're they're like just 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 these torturing these poor. I mean, it's not tor- well, it's ter- it's food, but it's just brutal shrimp treatment and then <laughs> went back to what the happens hotel. To crust- what happens to crustaceans in this world is not a very nice thing. No. I mean, like, overfishing, fishing, in the, the, the fish industry treated. in general is just horrendous and, like, the... Ugh. It's sad. Um, it's awful, and then and then yeah. So then like six a.m. rolls. So then around. I'm right. So I'm back in my hotel room. You had just gone to bed. Right? I so yeah. I was because we were up partying. We were so excited. You we we meaning me and everyone else. Not you. Not me. Not I was you. Not. You were you were upset about the shrimp in your room at chilling, right? Uh-huh. So people were out. You know uh-huh. they were they were having a good time in Japan. And then I got home, I think it was around 3 a.m. or whatever, um, and and then I'm chilling, and I basically, they made all these little chocolate, weird-shaped, <laughs> fantastic... Did you get into that? Beast. I just ate this entire <laughs> chocolate-like <laughs> sculpture. Gross. <laughs> so now I'm like, I have the belly It's also cho- been sitting there for <laughs> yeah, like however exactly, many days. Exactly. I was like, like, I can't <laughs> let that go. <laughs> so I ate all this chocolate. Sculpture of all these creatures, and then and a, like a giant hunk of suitcase, and then, and then I and then I fucking I'm like, all right, time to go to sleep, and then I I go to put my head down, and the hotel won't let me. I like like I my let my my head is almost at the 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 pillow, and then the hotel moves the other direction. <laughs> So suddenly I'm in a I'm in the Marx Brothers movie. We're on the fifty second. We're always at the top of this fucking yeah. We're at the top, top, top. 
And the earthquake happens, you know, near Fukushima. We don't know that yet, but the hotel, the way it's made, is on these giant fucking casters. So this giant fucking hotel, which we're on the top floor of, just starts shifting back and forth like a, like we're on, you know, the Titanic, like we're yeah. on the ocean. Yep. So I'm like, all the way back and forth, right. like I'm doing like a drunk bit, you know, in yeah. my apartment, yeah. in my uh, hotel room. Yeah, except that's really cheerful music when internally it's just like, ah! Well, I didn't know what's happening yet because I was, because would... I was, I didn't know because oh it was such God. a... A gradual kind of shifting thing. It was. It, it did wasn't feel a like, shaking. Like you were on a like on a boat. In it a felt storm. like a, you were on a, on a boat. Yeah. And yeah. I looked up and and it wasn't until I realized that the cabinets were swaying mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck? And then I turn on I turn on the television and on every single channel is a outline of the map of Japan and near Fukushima where the earthquake was the epicenter is just flashing red. Yep. On every fucking channel. Well, especially, I don't know about you, but we couldn't get off the Japanese channels, so we couldn't yeah. actually understand any of these. Apparently, there was, like, another set of channels which had CNN on it, which Eddie got to, but, like, oh. yeah, we had the, yeah. No, I All didn't get to see, those. Yeah. <laughs> All of, the only things that were in English were, were um, Fukushima, or, they were, yeah, were, um, Earthquake, I think, and um, yeah. tsunami. tsunami Alert. Yeah, those tsunami are the alert. only things in So English. all you hear is earthquake, tsunami alert, and fucking Fukushima. Yeah. I don't know what your reference is, but my reference is was tsunami, disaster was the last time that yeah. happened. Fukushima was a mega fucking disaster the last time. In Japan. So I'm thinking, okay, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the fucking world. Well, it world, also, just aside from I all that, we were, it I was thought we were going to die. I did too. It was a five mi- almost five-minute earthquake. I think it was four, four and a half minutes, which is... I've been in earthquakes in LA many times, but they're like, you know, they're 20 seconds maybe max. And yeah, the the swaying of the hotel felt like we were going to go over. I, so there was no, the tsunami turned out to be nothing, but the. It was like 10 centimeters. 10 centimeters. No, it, was, it wasn't that. That's <laughs> it tiny. Was, I know, it was. It was like 10 And so Fukushima like, was fine. But they had this goddamn tsunami alert until the middle of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. So, and <laughs> oh my God. So I, it was just the most surreal, yeah, weirdest. Very... We got lulled and I got lulled into this like totally like celebratory, like chillness mode. And then suddenly like, no motherfucker, earthquake. You're going to yeah, die. You're going to die. You're all going to die. Oh my God. And, and there's nothing you can do about it. That and was then the most beautiful so thing, the most beautiful thing was afterward. The mist that came in over the city, mm. it looked like uh, it, it looked like a dream. It, it felt like a dream. So too. surreal. So surreal. The, I mean, they are brilliant in Japan in that. Like, I went out. I, yeah, I was yeah. like, I was disaster mess. Had to go out for a walk because it right. didn't even function. Right. But like, nothing. They were out fine. Of place. I was freaking out. I was running around. I I couldn't get anyone on the phone, and I was just like. Okay, I just have to get to the highest point in this building in case there's a tsunami. So I just run out of the... You think that you needed to get higher than the 52nd floor? Yeah, I did. I don't know why. I mean, like, it's pro- pretty likely that it wasn't going to go up that high. I was scared out of my mind. <laughs> so I got, so I get to the top, <laughs> like one floor up, and there's and I'm just like, I just want to get into the observation deck because I was like, I got to, I, I, I didn't have a good angle. I wanted yeah. to really see it uh, if it, there was a tsunami fucking coming. Yeah. And then the the maid who was like just walking through the hallway was looking at me and she was just all, like I could tell she was like. You poor, poor man. You know, yeah. this, this happens all the time. It's for fine. Everything go back fine. to your room yeah. and go to sleep. You, you, you idiot. And I was just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for putting me in my place because yeah. I had no idea. I, th- I thought the world was over. And this, this like thank it. God for that maid telling me, like, honey, this shit happens all the time. It's not, it's you fine. know, it's nowhere near us and we never get hit with tsunamis where we were. We were in Tokyo. Yeah. So that made me very happy. Thank God for that woman. Uh, so Jesus Christ. Wow. We've been talking 
for a lot here. Ah. What did I want to? I wanted to talk to you about <laughs> Transparent. I just want to okay, say yeah. that you were. I don't. I've only saw the episodes that you were on. Oh, um, and <laughs> is I th- it great? The whole the season is. The, yeah, it's a great show. It's great. There's not enough hours in the day that I can fucking. Of course. So yeah. you were on the first like five episodes, six episodes, three, three episodes. Oh, well, felt like five or six. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So who did you get to work with? You got to work with the uh, one of the brothers, right? The yeah, Duplass. Jay, yeah. Jay Duplass. Yeah. Um, and um, and and Clem um, and uh, and Jill obviously was directing and yeah. Um, what was that like? Oh, and also uh, there was like a really short scene with Gabby um, I mean, working those, with those Jill. Were, those were important, you know, episodes to to lift any series off. You got to fucking. Oh my god! I mean, we the the first Jay and I's were our, we had our, the first scene of the first day of the pilot. That was like. That's where everything oh, began. Like shit. we were on like the we were on the beginning when this was just a pilot and Amazon was new at um, creating content and, wow. and everything just felt like the Wild West in a really amazing way. And it was just really clear that we were a part of something really special. And uh, it was beautiful. I it was my first acting job properly as well. I did something like years back. And you back, were great on it. Like, you looked like you were just a pro. You know? Oh, thanks. Yeah. I got lucky with a with a character who. It was very different for me, but she was really, to me, she was really vivid. I was, it was really easy did you to see do, her. Did you do school plays and do like musicals and stuff? Not much. No. To be honest, I didn't have my drama teacher seemed to not want to cast me in things. She would probably disagree with that, but huh. I got cast in. I got cast as like this plump old witch, in a, <laughs> in, in in one play, um, and. There was a lot of delight in wrapping me in quilt padding. I really enjoyed that. Um, I had a giant bottom. I made my bottom so big. But besides that, I wasn't really ever cast in anything. Huh. Um, and I also was, for some reason, didn't didn't have a lot of confidence in that kind of thing. And, and I did some auditioning when I was young, but I uh, didn't want to do any... I just didn't want to act when I was young. I right. wanted to make music, and I figured... Like, you could only do one thing. Wow. It's like a typical thing that girls feel. You know, you can only be one thing. Weird. You can be, like, you can be, you could choose. Well, I think it's, um, you know, I, I see more and more that that uh, these constructs are being broken. Like, yeah. I feel you like nowadays everyone's got to be, like, a, a double, triple hyphen it. Well, yeah, but, I mean, just in general, like, just being growing up as a girl, it's like, are you, well, are you, are you going to be smart or are you going to be pretty or are huh. you gonna be you gonna liked, be? or are you gonna be, aye, aye, aye. you know, I got my different, you know, like you gotta like sort of pick a of lane. A lane. Can you guide my my girls through that? Oh gosh, Help yeah. Me. I mean, like the the. I mean, your wife. Uh, of course. Is, like the best. It's just so hard. But, you need, you yeah, need, of course. You need, you need a, a village. A village. Well, I'm. I will be so. I mean, we're gonna. I'm gonna be you. Around them as they're yeah, growing up, they're, um, exactly. you know. Yeah, I'm very happy to help navigate it because I think that the best thing about being a woman or being a human being really is that you are many, many things, and that you that the more things that you are, even things that contradict, the more interesting you are. And like, like it's really important to grow up feeling like you can explore everything, and uh, you know, and not feel limited by whatever you think society wants you to be. How was this process for you, this podcast? Did you have a good time? I had a great time, actually. It was really nice to, like, well, it's nice to have a conversation with you because I haven't seen you in a bit. Yes. Um, and it's nice to talk about, you know, stuff that we care about. And this is just us talking as yeah. people and we're not representing any anything but our own, you know, minds. I'm excited to get started for the next movie. Are you excited? I'm so excited. It's, it's the best thing. It's the best, definitely the most extraordinary gift. And, yeah, I can't wait. We're going to have so much fun. Yeah. You have any, like, crazy... Fuck it, I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, do you have any Fantastic Beast memories? That... <laughs> like, just throw us right back into junk. No, let's not do that. Let's <laughs> not do that. <laughs> you, you watched a lot of... Clara Bow, right? Mm-hmm. How, what, yeah. what was your favorite movie with her? Oh, uh, she, well, her, the it girl. She was just like luminescent, just, just like so alive. I just think of her as like, like life is just 
exploding out of her at every moment. And she's just incredible. So you find out that you got the part, mm-hmm. and then you just start watching Clara Bow movies? No, I started, well, I was starting to research, um, you know, 20 starlets prior to it because, right. you know, it's, it's like for auditioning and everything, for understanding the era more. Um, but I think I found Clara. I think I like really started honing into her after I got the role. Um, really looking like, okay, I need I need some solid inspiration. And she was a Brooklyn girl and yeah. um, just had a real innocence to her, but so much depth. And um, there was like a real freedom back in the 20s before censored. Like everything got kind of censored and whitewashed a bit later on. But in the 20s, it was still so experimental. And, yeah. um, you know, Hedy Lamarr was amazing as well. And like... Louise Brooks and there are just like these these great women who are so layered and I wanted to kind of draw from that in the spirit of that time. What was um, so out of everybody on uh, that set? <laughs> who was your favorite? <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> who was the one that made you the most nervous? The most nervous. Well, I would have said. Eddie, because you know, like he's won an Oscar, but then he was just yeah, so was humble so and sweet, lovely. Yeah. Like, what right about that? I think that um, initially yeah. Colleen made me the most nervous because really? Colleen Atwood, Colleen Atwood, the costume. She's legendary. Up for she's Academy up for an Award. Academy Award, very well deserved. Um, because she's just <clears throat> she's a legend. She's yeah. um, very very brilliant, and um, I felt you know obviously it was a huge honor to work with her I also had um things that I felt quite strongly about that would help me with um with portraying Queenie and and like it was quite scary to put those forward when you were working with somebody that's like so massive and so knows what they're doing and I was quite scared she's um she's a strong woman you know like saying what I thought but um we ended up you know talking about it quite a bit and she was great and uh and and collaborative and you know I mean she still did her thing it wasn't like (laughs) but but she incorporated like one of the main things was I wanted everything that Queenie wore to just like feel good when I wore it you know and like the the navy dress that I wear throughout the movie this the it felt like wearing a rose petal and the way that the sleeves moved and everything was just like very I love how yeah she, you you mentioned that and she incorporated it right yeah 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 I it, love it how, really helped I feel like that was on every level yeah that's so cool that people are so master they're masters of their job to the point where they can say yes let's have some collaboration yeah and fucking feedback and and like they 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 incorporate things down to a detail that is what is the hallmark of their level of of professionalism and that like they're you know they're so good that they're not just like oh this is the spirit but it's like the details every little detail on the movie was so you um impeccable how many you went you you met with a lot of jacobs right i did it was a little bit like of an emotional right. roller coaster <laughs> it's kind of intense it's crazy yeah because i you know i didn't you were the only you were the only quailie like, I ever met. Yeah, yeah, it was like dating. It was like like wow. just you That's know, wild. knowing that whoever is coming in, you know, you could possibly be um, right. You know, working with them quite. But what was it about me? About that you. was so wonderful that you were just <laughs> like David. That's the guy. It was yeah. How I couldn't totally find your face because there was so much so hair. Much fur. <laughs> you were like, he reminds me of a sheep. Dog. He is literally <laughs> completely <laughs> obliterated by his facial and other hair. Just like you had no face. I thought, wow, so, never seen that before. That so yeah, nice. could be interesting. Come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> I just look like a muppet. Just kidding. I, I just look like a fry guy. Uh. Um, no, I don't know. I think you had um. It was a complicated thing, um, balance to balance um, strength, sweetness, vulnerability, and comedic timing, and like wear it with a lightness, and you danced with that quite well. Like there was like this vulnerability, but you were also strong enough that you could kind of step up into the game and like. Um, 
I don't know. It's 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 so hard to tell. I think also, you know, you and I saw it because I didn't see those camera tests. But I think yeah. you and I saw it when we saw the movie or when we saw dailies that like something about the way that my queenie re- reacted to your Jacob had something really special about it. There's something about that interaction. And huh. um, that's just like... I, I felt know. it. Yeah, it was like this chemistry, man. Yeah, it's it's like it's it's like you the ability to play really kicks in, you know. Yeah. Like that to to me is kind of what that chemistry relates in is like your something is underneath your heels, just like lifting you a little bit, so you're able to like. You know, when you wake up and you have a great day and you just, like, feel good from the minute you wake up and you're kind of, like, dancing down the street and, like, going yeah. to get your coffee and, like, the person <laughs> who's getting your coffee is, like, really nice and you're, like, wow. And then you just, like, see strangers on the street and you're, like, hey. And they, like, smile at you. <laughs> That's kind of, like, what chemistry is. It's just, like, yeah. oh, we could just... Yeah, we could just play with it. It has lifts. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what yeah. Chris Walken says. It's like a ballet thing. Yeah, it, it lifts scene, you up. Scene, all, our, all our scenes were had lift, man. Yeah, and, oh. we, and we really enjoyed it. I must say. <laughs> well, it just, it, that's how it felt. And like the, the it was crazy in those early uh, those uh, screen tests was that, <laughs> uh, you know, I just wanted to part so badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David... The only real uh, direction that he would give me is just like, yes, even more gentler. He's the most sweetest, mm. most gentlest man in the world. Mm-hmm. And so, like, by the end of the auditions, I felt like I was like just doing everything like. <laughs> you look so much like that little unicorn that you gave me. I gave you one. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. I gave everybody all these little fantastic beast stuff animals at the at the last day you of did. shooting. Um, what, okay, so, great. You you were fantastic. I think we, we should wrap this up, I think, but I just want to ask you one more question. Um, <laughs> um, what film, what was your favorite film this year? What do you, what do you think is going to uh, win in the Oscars? Or do you care about that shit? Um, I mean, I think it can really, it's a, obviously there's like, like a glamour and excitement to those, but I don't, I, yeah. Um, I... Well, I really, really, I haven't actually seen Moonlight, but I've been dying to see it. Yeah, and like really that's, good. I'm actually putting that on my list anyway because I just know that that movie is gonna mean a lot to me when I see it. I just haven't. I keep missing it. Um, but also saw Lion, and yeah. that was very powerful. Very powerful. Very, very, very powerful and thought provoking and and beautifully acted and directed and that little boy is just amazing and dev was extraordinary in it and so it was rooney i mean it's like a great nicole kidman amazing um manchester by the sea that was yeah. really good and really heavy arrival yeah i'm upset i can't even believe that i put that like i'm i love that one yeah when that. you when you were telling me earlier you, you mentioned something about uh Oh, you were talking to me about your um, your music video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it's it's a similar. I think there's a lot of stuff going on. Like people just, you know, also the OA. You know, like just have you seen the OA? No, that's great. It's really interesting. Um, I love the idea at the center of Arrival that it's the uh, they talk about um, communication and knowledge as a weapon that they you mm-hmm. know they talk about this like mm-hmm. no the strongest weapon is not a nuke asshole it's knowledge <laughs> it's fucking knowledge. Absolutely. Also, like time not being linear, I think is very interesting. Um, we talk a lot, yeah, about like you know time and, and fourth dimensional thinking. Yeah, just like just how how interesting life is and the universe is and things that happen that you know synchronicities and or things that connect up later points in time. I don't know. It's just. Um, I felt like Arrival was hitting upon something very interesting and very timely and like there's a sh- shift in consciousness that's happening yeah. on a planetary basis, planetary level. And I always love the, the, the visual idea of when you're outside of, when you're looking at something from the fourth dimension, which is, you know, outside of time, mm-hmm. um, and you're seeing the third dimension how it is, which is how these the aliens from Arrival like view things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it looks like a sculpture, like the third dimension, all of history and time happening mm. all at once. It looks like a sculpture or a song, mm. you know, just floating there. Like, I love that idea that everything's happened already. Everything that will happen has happened. Everything mm. in, the past is, and in the past and everything is all existing now together in this one beautiful mm. art piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really kind of... I think that's what I find so interesting about being alive in this particular point in time. There's a lot happening that that feels very, it feels seismic. It feels like there's something really large going on. And or that needs to happen. That needs to happen. And, a shift in consciousness. And like a shift in, 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 in collaboration on a species level. Like a sh- like, like sh- shifts that have never really been available to us are like starting to come about and it's painful you know it feels like a birth you know it's messy and it's and it's violent in ways and it's scary and it means going into the unknown but something is emerging and that's really exciting I think and that's what that movie was like I felt the touching on that was really cool I think you're really cool. <laughs> you're really cool. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Yeah, I know. Thanks for having great. me. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. I'll Fun. see you on set, lady. See you on set. <laughs> nice. Oh, that was awesome. That was fun. Oh. Got into some deep, deep I shit. know. We got crazy. Is there anything in there that... No, I mean, I just, I think, like, you know, part of me is like, oh,